The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Tech Basketball is battling to defend their ACC title, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Josh Passner Show. Half more right for Tech, a crossover down the lane, takes Usher, fakes the three, flashes in, and dumps it down from the baseline! Jordan Usher with malice on the dunk! We'll hear from Georgia Tech basketball head coach Josh Passner and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech hoops on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And Happy New Year. And happy to have you along for a new edition of the Josh Pastor Show on this Monday night. Quick turnaround for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets as they jump back into ACC play tomorrow night, 9 p.m. as they take on the Duke Blue Devils at Cameron Indoor. Look forward to breaking that down with you. Look forward to breaking down what we saw on Sunday night in McCamish as Georgia Tech battled all 40 minutes against the Louisville Cardinals, wound up on the short end. And, of course, we'll also break down, since we didn't have a time the last time to break down what we saw from that Georgia State win before the COVID pause and what thrills we saw over 45 minutes and the Camish that night. Look forward to doing that all over the next hour. I'm Andy Demetra, and he, of course, is head coach Josh Pastor. Coach, good to talk to you. How are you? Andy, I'm doing well. Uh, <clears throat> tough game last night versus uh, Louisville. Uh, um, <clears throat> obviously coming off of a COVID pause, and, um, <clears throat> you know, we, we were out for uh, – or yesterday was our first game in 13 days. Um, and I know we talked last week um, prior to the, um, you know, during all the, you know, all what was going on with the COVID, but we actually came back to practice last Thursday. It was our first day back, and um, we looked like we were at the 40 and over Lifetime Fitness Basketball League where you don't score it if you don't, you know, get past half court. We were so out of shape, out of conditioning, you know, when you're gone for 10 days, I mean, that's a long time. And um, we were just out of rhythm, out of sync. We were a little better Friday, then a little better Saturday. And then Sunday, last night, I thought, you know, guys competed. They gave it all that they had versus, you know, versus a good basketball team in Louisville. And, um, you know, we were down with both with Rodney Howard and without Saba. And there are some teams in the ACC where you can withstand losing your two main post players. Louisville's not one of them, though. Well, they're so big, and the, and the kid Malik Williams is big. And uh, actually, when Jordan Mecca was in the game last night from reviewing the film, defensively, we were so much of a different team defensively, and we were better defensively when he was in the game. It's nothing that the other guys didn't compete. Like, Khalid was fighting, doing everything he could. It just you know, you're giving up a lot of size. We are in the ACC, and so uh, uh, Khalid was fighting, was battling, um, but they, 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 you know, that size made a difference. And so Jordan Mecca played 20, 20 minutes. He did foul out last night. The issue, though, Andy, um, was offensively, and we've got to continue to tinker and adjust because we need Jordan Mecca in the game offensively, or excuse me, defensively, but then on the offensive end, you know, we've got to look at some things. And we were that's where I felt, and I, you and I have talked about this, you know, within our offense, we run a lot of Princeton offense. And Princeton offense is very equal opportunity. And it's all about player movement, ball movement, rhythm, flow, energy, everything's moving. And um, the, But with that, it's a read and react. It's very conceptual. It's, a very, it's, a, it's playing concept basketball. And it's a beautiful offense getting backdoor cuts, and you're moving, and you're not standing. I love it. I'm a believer in it. That all being said, the, one, the, the issue with it, though, um, Andy, is that, <clears throat> is that you don't get guys' shots um, um, exactly where you want to get the guy's shots, you know, because it's not a set play type of offense. So after the Georgia State game, we talked about we needed to be better on making sure we're getting guys the ball where I want to make sure they get the ball, getting the guys the shots where we need to get them the shots. 
And I thought that would also help us with turnovers, limiting the turnovers. And last night, we only had nine turnovers. Now, Mike DeVoe had four of them. I thought Jared West, number 13, really got underneath Mike. I, a couple times where I shouldn't have had him. He brought the ball up, and number 13, Jared West, got underneath Mike Mike DeVoe. But um, uh, but otherwise, we, won't, we had single-digit turnovers, our best game since since USC on doing that. And, um, and so that's better. And so we, but I had to call a play pretty much every time down. And if that helps us not turn the ball over, then that helps us. Now, in that second half last night, we had about a four or five-minute stretch again where we couldn't score. We had on scoring drought. And we had some great looks. We had the open three from um, Miles Kelly at the top of the key, a great look. We had an open three from Debo Coleman right in front of our bench, great look. Had an open three from Bubba in the corner right in front of our bench, great look. Just... And they didn't fall for us, and then they end up, you know, were able to take advantage in some of those. And and Malik Williams uh, really hurt us. Like I said, when we were smaller, uh, he really he hurt us in some different areas because we just weren't able to to score the ball. And um, um, and then he got inside, and that was when Jordan Mecca wasn't in the game. And on the other thing with Bubba Parham, what I would tell you is he hasn't played in ten months, Andy. Ten months he's been out, um, and so. I was hoping that he was going to be able to get in versus USC, play against Georgia State and play against Alabama A&M and then be ready for Syracuse yep. and Louisville for the ACC play. I mean, a kid has been out for 10 months, hasn't played in a game. And, um, you know, unfortunately, he got into health and safety protocols. So, so this last night was a hard game for Bubba just to be thrown in. He didn't play really well, played, you know, about 15 minutes, but wasn't himself, and he's just got to get his rhythm and his wind underneath him because he can he can help us, and we need him. And um, hopefully by um, um, you know uh, tomorrow night versus Duke, he'll he'll be better for us. So I thought Kyle Sturdivant back-to-back games. He's play, he played really well against Georgia State, did, yeah. and and played really well last night again too. And uh, um, you know Kyle had uh, uh, he was six of 13 and. Um, you know, didn't have any turnovers, played 25 minutes, so proud of him there. The biggest thing in our turnovers, Jordan Usher had that. And let me talk in the last segment, too. We had a great look by Jordan Usher in the paint there. He should have shot it. We were in the same actions that we ran versus Georgia State that got Jordan Usher to the rim. Mm-hmm. He had a layup right there, but he turned, he tried to thread the needle to Khalid. Uh, Michael DeVoe had a step-back three. I could have maybe called timeout, but I had the ball in Michael DeVoe's hands, and he had him on his, you know, and it, it was a – he makes it. We go up one, and then um, Kyle came down. We were going to run a pistol action, a handoff to Michael DeVoe to come off for a three-point shot. Both guys went with Michael DeVoe, and Kyle Sturdivant was right um, last night, right in front of you, right in front of the the, the radio uh, booth there on the floor with an open three, and um, unfortunately rimmed out. But uh, got to give Louisville credit. It was a good basketball game last night. Again, I'm proud of our guys. Been out for you know first game in 13 days. Only had three practices. We had to kind of battle our way back, and um, you know life's about opportunities. We got another great opportunity tomorrow night versus Duke. Yeah, yeah, it was not an easy way to get back from that COVID pause because Louisville, number one in the ACC in field goal percentage defense, they were top 25 in defensive efficiency. So when you found yourself down or maybe coming out of those lulls, first off, what made it so difficult to score against Louisville in the half court, and then what adjustments were you able to manufacture? both in the first and second half, to get some rhythm in your offense, particularly down the stretch when you were chasing an eight-point deficit, got it down to one. Yeah, no, we got down by eight, but our guys fought, fought back. They always compete. They always fight. I mean, they, they, they never give up. Um, you know, we've we've just got to, um, um, you know, we, we had some chances there. And I thought Kyle gave us hit a couple big shots in that segment to bring us back, hit a couple shots. But we were calling some plays. And uh, we executed. And then, um, uh, but, you know, during that stretch where I mentioned was, again, every game this year, it seems like we've had a second-half drought. That's really kind of, you know, kind of bit us in the butt a little bit. And But we had some great looks during that drought. Now, we had a couple of key turnovers by Michael DeVoe, but we had some great looks at the top of the key by uh, by Miles Kelly. It's some great looks by, like I said, Debo Coleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just, you know, bub in the corner. You know, and those are great shots. I think Khalid in that segment missed those two free throws. We just, you know, we needed those. So, um, but hey, that happens. It's it, I don't want to sound as elementary as as this sounds, um, or as basic as it sounds, but it is a make and miss game. And uh, unfortunately, we just you know had some great opportunities. Just the ball didn't fall for us in some key times, and got to give Louisville credit. I, the MVP for them was Malik Williams, nine for twelve. 
uh, last night at 20 points, 10 boards, had a double-double, and he really affected us um, the way he played, um, you know, against when we were when we had Jordan Mecca not in the game. What I would tell you is I also I thought we did a good job defensively both times we went zone. Late clock, two seconds on the shot clock in the first half, side out of bounds, six seconds in the shot clock, side out of bounds on that side. Mm-hmm. Both times we went zone, got a good stop and uh, was able to get the ball. Well, you got another great opportunity tomorrow night, 9 p.m., the tip time inside Cameron Indoor as you take on the Duke Blue Devils, highest-ranked team in the ACC right now as you head to Cameron and for your lone matchup against Duke this year. We'll continue the conversation with head coach Josh Pastor in just a moment. Stay with us. Just getting started on another Monday night of the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. (laughs) Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? (laughs) Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more. It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful heart. Hardware, folks. Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventure, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dubbed the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle for anything less. Like the Ford F-150, with its premium-grade muscle and finely-tuned intelligence, it's a beast with brains. The Ford Bronco Sport, with unquestioned toughness and capability, it's built to take on the mountains. And Ford's complete lineup of all-wheel drive SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Contact your local Ford store for exclusive offers on Ford's full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. Here comes the slam! Scandi Energy is proud to partner with Georgia Tech Basketball. And just like how the Yellow Jackets set the Nets on fire in the 404, Georgia residents will be fired up once they see these hot savings on natural gas. See for yourself by calling 877-GO-SCANA or visiting scannyenergy.com. Missing out on these rates would be a flagrant foul. So call the right play and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit scannyenergy.com for great deals on natural gas. Boom shakalaka! Georgia Tech basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. The Josh Passner Show is brought to you by Coca-Cola with zero sugar and now even more delicious is the new Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, the best Coke ever. Find out for yourself as we welcome you back to the Josh Pastor Show. Andy Demetra, Josh Pastor. Just full disclosure, we are uh, recording this week's edition of the Josh Pastor Show. We know you always love interacting with the fans, taking phone calls and tweets, but because you guys will be en route to Durham when uh, the show is scheduled to air on Monday at 7 p.m. Had to record this in advance. We appreciate your understanding on that. Well, and then because of that, tonight we have to practice at 
in, at Duke at seven o'clock. So um, um, and so at Durham. So that's why we had to record it recorded uh, prior to the actual seven o'clock uh, start time. Because I'd love taking the callers. I want to hear from the fan base. And again, you can always email me at jpassner at athletics dot you can always send me an email and i'll always get back to you let's continue to talk about that louisville game and, and kyle sturdivant 14 points back-to-back games where you thought he played at a high level it seems like he's gaining confidence in his ability to score off the bounce how do you think your offense lends itself to what kyle sturdivant can do best seeking his own shot yeah kyle's been good i'm just really proud of kyle he's continued to get better he's kept a great attitude um, you know, he's, he's, he's keeps working and he's, you know, the biggest thing is he's putting the ball in the basket. He's being simple, sound and solid and, uh, and he's not turning it over. You know, I, I don't know how to dice to dissect. And I don't, you probably are better about this on the stat sheet on the plus minus chart, you know, and, and how much you look at that. Cause I do look at it and I can't tell sometimes how I don't know if it gives you a great range of actual data because you're playing with other guys on the floor yeah. and lineup, so that's part of it. But it, there, for for the listeners out there, there's a plus minus chart on the, that the NC2A has put in for the last couple of years in the box score that tells you when the guy was in the game what the point mar- differential was of, of the game. Yeah. And so it's, it, so guys could have negative, and you might think, well, he's not playing, but it could also mean that the lineup he's in with, it was somebody else, you know, wasn't playing well and he was part of that group. So it's hard to always just pinpoint an individual. However, last two games on the plus minus part of that, Kyle Sturdivant's been in the, in the plus side. And I think that's a positive on that as in terms of that when he's in the game, good things are happening. And, uh, and look, we'll, we'll look at, you know, last night, Davon, um, Davon's still going to be a very good player. I have great belief in Davon Smith. He's still young. I mean, technically he's a freshman. If you look at the COVID year, he gets the additional year back and um, <clears throat> um, he just needs to keep getting better. He's going to be a really good player. I mean, it's not easy for guys coming in here right away. It just takes time. And uh, so he's going to be good for us, Davon. Those young guys, Debo Coleman and and uh, Miles Kelly and Jalen Moore, it's just all going to take some time. And um, but Kyle Sturdivant, this is his second year in the program, his third year in college basketball, and it, and it's showing and paying off about him playing right now and how he's and how's he playing and and what's he doing. Is for Davon? Is it just a matter of still trying to find his feel and flow uh, in the offense? Because you know, point guards they, they thrive so much and rhythm and feel and flow and all those intangible things that can separate a, a good point guard from a, a great point guard. Yeah, I mean, look, he, like I said, he's got a lot of upside, a lot of ability. It just takes time. Um, he just got to continue to stay with it, continue to get better, um, just stay the course. I, I, I know there's frustrations, and I've got to continue to do a great, try to do the best I can and to coach him up and get him better. And so um, I believe in him. I know he's good. Um, but again, there, there's just he's young, he's young, and this is all part of it. And 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 he's going to break out of it. Um, it might not happen overnight. He just got to keep getting back to working and, and practicing and and uh, being at a high level and just staying the course. And uh, and it'll come. And a lot of it for this isn't about Davon, but just in general, a lot of it's just for even for all basketball players. It's so much of a mental aspect. It's a mental game. And so um, you know, I, I, I want to do the best I can to continue to give everyone confidence. Look, it is a you can't play everybody. People are going to be upset at the head coach, especially when you sub guys and not everyone. If someone's not playing well, you can be upset at the head coach. I get that; that's part of the deal. Uh, but we've got to just continue to figure it out and find ways to to do the best we can. And we'll and we've done a great job with player development. Guys like Anthony Wilkins on my staff, who does an incredible job. Eric Reveno, Julian Schwartz, all those guys do great jobs. We'll continue to get guys better, and 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 Davon will be that. I mean, look, Jose w- was far from who he was his last year. Remember, early on, he struggled, and it just takes time. Time is part of it. Michael DeVoe struggled early on, and 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 now he's playing at a very high level. So that's just part of the maturation and the growing part of being in college basketball. Well, speaking of growth, we saw another marker of growth of Jordan Mecca. Uh, last night versus Louisville, Jordan 20 minutes, which equaled his minutes played versus Louisville before fouling out, had two points, four rebounds. He drew uh, two fouls as well and blocked two shots. Randy and I both commented, for a guy who was thrust into the starting lineup, he showed no trace of tentativeness. I mean, he's going out and he's playing. No, he I, – I, like I said last night, we were better with Jordan Mecca on the floor defensively. Offensively, there's some things we've got to do better where we don't need to play through him with mm-hmm. the ball at the elbow. So I've got to clean that up and maybe do some different things, how to take it out of his hands in some areas and let him sprint, screen, get to the alley. And he's got a beautiful jump hook around the block. 
Um, you know, Coach Reveno's done a great job with his development of, of, of Jordan Mecca getting better. And so he really changes the game defensively the way he gets up there and plays above the rim and, and, and making things happen. So really proud of him. We need him. We were better with him in the game. Obviously, he fouled out. He did get winded. Um, unfortunately, a couple of times he was out for, for a long period of time based on the health and safety protocols. But uh, um, we were a better team with him in there defensively. And Malik Williams, who was number five for Louisville last night, who was the MVP, I think, for them, he made his plays happen when Jordan Mecca wasn't in the game. Interesting. But we need Jordan Mecca for defensively. But there's some issues offensively, and we, that's where we've got to be better, and we got a 24-hour, basically a 48-hour turnaround. So there's only so much you can do. We will get Saba back. I'm expecting Saba to play tomorrow night versus Duke. I don't know yet about Rodney Howard. Uh, Tristan Maxwell had hurt his shoulder, so he mm. was out last night versus Louisville. So, but you know, now that we, got, you know, like I said, I think Bubba will be better getting that, you know, game underneath his belt. So hopefully we will be able to, you know, maybe. Sh- I played a lot of guys last night. I played 10 guys. Jalen only played one minute, and I think Jalen Moore is going to be really good. I put him in and out. He got hurt on that slip screen by Cross. Um, um, on the, and we talked about that, that you can't get – you can't come underneath you, – you can't jump the screen on him. On that. That's part of the scatter report. But he's going to be really good. I'm a big believer in him. But I played nine guys double-digit minutes pretty much last night. That's a lot. But I did that based on the COVID deal. We were tired. So I've got to find those eight guys and try to figure it out and just go from there. I feel like you're in the same boat with a lot of coaches trying to figure it out. You'll have guys on the floor one night, out the next, and just have to find a way to adapt and uh, and make it work. Georgia Tech versus Duke coming up tomorrow, 9 p.m. The tip time at Cameron Indoor will be on the air with network pregame at 8.30. We'll take another timeout. More of the Josh Pastor Show following this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. I'm former Atlanta Falcons head coach Dan Reeves, and I want to tell you about Tommy Nova Center. Tommy Nova Center has helped over 25,000 people with disabilities find meaningful employment. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Nova Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Your donation will fuel the employment training programs that change lives every day at Tommy Nova Center. Donate at TommyNovaCenter.org or by calling 1-866-NOVA-AUTO. Whether you're driving for distance, pitching for precision, or putting to win it all, come to Edwin Watts Golf Shop to get custom fit for all your clubs throughout your bag. Hit a few balls and let our team show you the latest swing technology and data that will help optimize your game. Having each club tailored to become your gamers will help you start shooting lower scores. Let Edwin Watts Golf Shops help you make every shot the perfect one. Come in and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, We always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more. College basketball is back on Sirius XM. On ACC Radio, there's live coverage for every college basketball team in the conference, including live games, plus 24-7 talk and analysis. So cheer along online or on the Sirius XM app and listen to your favorite team anywhere. And now as a college student, you can stream your first three months of Sirius XM for $1. Fees and taxes apply. See other details and subscribe now at SiriusXM.com slash ACC Basketball. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. 
Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. There's no better source on Georgia Tech hoops than the coach. This is the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics, Power on Georgia. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra. This is the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Uh, of course, we had said earlier we are recording this in advance with the Yellow Jackets en route to Durham. I did have a question on Twitter uh, from a fan wanting to know if you thought having Rodney and Saba available versus Louisville would have made a difference tonight. Well, I think just having one of them may have made a difference, um, you know, last night just on the fact alone, Andy, just uh, – um, the size-wise, because when Jordan Mecca went out the game, that's when Louisville was most effective in the paint. Um, if you look, they had 36 points in the paint. They had a couple key and ones too, but um, um, <clears throat> but part of that was you know we were small, and uh, now that one Jordan Mecca got the foul, Kyle got behind um, on I think it was Dre Davis number 14. And uh, I always talk, I always like to say the best post defense is no post catch, and Kyle got behind instead of fronting. And uh, but Jordan Mecca then tried to go block the shot, and that's where he got his fifth foul. He jumped him in the air. But um, no, I, I, you know, it's hard to play three bigs in one game. That's not easy. So, but just having another big would have been more effective for us to go against a guy like Malik Williams, who you know, Khalid and those guys are battling, doing everything they can. We're just small when we have Jordan Mecca out. Or, or not having another big in there in this conference. Sure. And, and, you know, there's some games you can maybe get away with it when the five-man is, is immobile or slower and not as effective or not as big. But Malik Williams is a, I don't know, fifth-year senior. He's a good player. Um, you know, he was – if it wasn't for his foot injuries, you know, he would be, a, you know, in contention for talking about – you know, a preseason player of the year type guy. I mean, he, he's very he's talented. He's still preseason second team. Yeah, I mean, he's very, very talented. He's had some injuries that that's kind of, you know, had, but he's a good player. And so going small, that's that hurt us today when Jordan Mecca had a – or today, last night, should I say, when Jordan Mecca um, um, <clears throat> got uh, got hurt so or, or got in foul trouble and or got tired. But tomorrow night versus Duke, we'll have to, you know – you know, from looking at their film, and they haven't played in in because they've been on COVID pause. So they were kind of in the same boat that we've been in. I don't know how long they've been practicing leading up to the game tomorrow night. That all being said, um, we'll um, you know we'll, we'll we'll need to have some size down there because they got the kid Mark Williams who's really good. Oh yeah. And we're not going to be able to be small against him. And uh, so we're going to have our size with him. And they got Ben Caro as well. Absolutely. Plenty talented team. That Duke team, as they always seem to be. Louisville got off to a hot start, but thank goodness for Jordan Usher. He drilled three three-pointers right out of the shoot. In fact, those are the first nine points that your yep. team scored. Jordan finishes with 17 points, six rebounds, four assists, two steals. Where have you seen Jordan turn the page these last couple of outings where he's now beginning to fulfill that skill and talent that you knew he possessed that maybe was a little late in being shown earlier this year. Yeah, Jordan Escher has just continued to get better. Really proud of him. Um, <clears throat> he had some big shots for us last night versus Louisville, and he did the same. I think he was five for six from three against um, Georgia State, Andy. So that yep. means he's, what is he, eight for um, eight for 12 in his last 12 three-point attempts. That'll get it done. Yeah, and he's been effective. He's had, you know, 30 points and 14 shots for Georgia State last night, 17 points on 11 shots. Unfortunately, he had that play at the end where he just threw it away. Like he, he, you know, like shoot the ball. You got to score that. You know, last night he's right there. At the, watching the tape, he had a shot right there. He was right there, but he, he tried to thread the needle. But you can't fault him. I thought I played him too much. He played 38 minutes. That's too much. However, um, based on our size, when Jordan, I wanted to get him a rest at times. And when Jordan Mecca was out last night based on fouling or tiredness, um, fatigue, you know, it was hard to take Jordan Usher out because we needed some size in there on something. <coughs> Plus, we get we were we were getting stuck again in that scoring drought, and we needed some help scoring. And um, he did hit those two big free throws, and 
Um, you know, but um, you know, I, I, 38 minutes is a lot for him. He, he's better off being around the 32 minute mark. Uh, 30 to 30, 28 to 32 minutes is what's best for him and probably best for our team. Tomorrow night I'll try to do a better job of that, and hopefully now that Saab is back, we won't have to rely. And Rodney's still a game time decision, but we should have Saab and Jordan Mecca that we won't need to rely on playing small as much. In late game situations, that line between being selfish and unselfish is so narrow, and it seemed like on that play you'd referenced. Jordan was trying to make the unselfish play, yeah. and, and let's give credit to Matt Cross. That was a nice anticipation, just stepping in front of the pass and batting it in the air. You know, and it's sometimes a really hard thing to gauge in real time for a player who has that scoring mentality like Jordan is taking this shot or taking this into the lane. Selfish given the circumstances, should I try to pass it off instead? That's a really hard thing for guys to kind of read when you get into situations like that. Might that have been a case last night? Well, I think last night, he, again, you know, Jordan wants to be unselfish. He likes to pass. But in those type of pay areas, he gets deep in the paint there. He's got a one-on-one -on -one yeah. coverage. He's got to be able to elevate, shoot, and get the jump hook there. And just keeping it simple, hitting singles. When you try to hit a triple or home run or a fancy play, you know, that happens. He, he's improved so much. I'm so proud of him. He's gotten so much better. But those are those are little plays like that. He's got to be better on not making that decision, on making the right decision, which would have been the easy play would have been to score the two. Yeah. And, um, um, you know, so that's part of it. Look, we had that transition break where he had the fast break layup that he missed the layup in a key time there in the second half. That happens, you know, because he, he's going full speed. And, um, I, you know, maybe if he's played a little less minutes, if I could have gained him a little more of a rest, which is not on Jordan Usher, that falls on my shoulders to try to, you know, get him a couple extra minute rest. Maybe in that last second, you know, he's maybe not as fatigued and he's able to make the play. But look, he battled, he competed. I'm proud of Jordan Usher. He's come a long way. He's improved and he's gotten better and better. And I love the young man and, and he's on track to graduate in the spring and um, you know, he's a real success, success story here at Georgia Tech. And, and for us to win the game tomorrow at Duke and Saturday versus Notre Dame, we're going to need him to play really well for us. Also, I saw on social media he got his own bobblehead for Christmas, joining the likes of you. Yeah, I saw that. You know, he, he ended up having his bobblehead, so uh, he's famous, you know. and uh, Apparently, he, if you, you are famous, maybe, you hey, get a whole, the, your own bobblehead. The name image likeness, he's able to do that, so good for him. And uh, it, his bobblehead did not have a face shield, though. Well, like no, no, mine's, my bobblehead had the face shield, but uh, I was hoping the face shield last night brought us a little good luck. I thought it did, but then we just, a couple shots fell out, fell out the end for us. How to feel wearing it again? I prefer just to coach without it, but um, that's what the doctors have wanted us to do, that we need to be masked for the time being. And I'm not good coaching in a mask because I just take it up and down the entire time. Plus, I feel like I'm, you know, just suffocating with the mask yeah. on. So the face shield's better for me. If we've got to have a face covering, I prefer the face shield of coaching. I feel like we should have, like, retired the face shield from last year to the Raptors and McCamish or put that in a, a glass case in the concourse. There's only – it's it's – Hopefully, after this time period, we won't have to go back to it. Hopefully. It was it was not the circumstances under which you wanted to make a fashion statement, but you certainly gained renown for it. And, of course, a lot of that had to do with Georgia Tech making the NCAA tournament. Of course, more importantly, impertinently uh, for Georgia Tech is tomorrow night, 9 p.m. versus Duke. We'll be on the air with Network Pregame at 8.30. We'll take a timeout. More of the Josh Pastor Show after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle for anything less. Like the Ford F-150, with its premium-grade muscle and finely-tuned intelligence, it's a beast with brains. The Ford Bronco Sport, with unquestioned toughness and capability, it's built to take on the mountains. And Ford's complete lineup of all-wheel drive SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Contact your local Ford store for exclusive offers on Ford's full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful Hardware, folks. Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventurer, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dubbed the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. 
Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. Hunk of junk, jalopy, hoopty, whatever you may call that vehicle you need to get rid of, Tommy Novus Center calls it life-changing opportunity. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Novus Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Tommy Novus is no fuss. We'll tow that unused car away for free while you just sit back with that warm and fuzzy feeling knowing you bettered someone's life today. And did we mention, it could also be tax deductible. Call 1-866-NOVUS-AUTO or visit TommyNovusCenter.org to find out how to turn your jalopy into jobs. Becoming America's best-selling brand means you never settle for anything less. Like the Ford F-150, with its premium-grade muscle and finely-tuned intelligence, it's a beast with brains. The Ford Bronco Sport, with unquestioned toughness and capability, it's built to take on the mountains. And Ford's complete lineup of all-wheel drive SUVs gives you the power, style, and space you need for life on the go. Contact your local Ford store for exclusive offers on Ford's full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. Here comes the slam! Scandi Energy is proud to partner with Georgia Tech Basketball. And just like how the Yellow Jackets set the Nets on fire in the 404, Georgia residents will be fired up once they see these hot savings on natural gas. See for yourself by calling 877-GO-SCANA or visiting scannyenergy.com. Missing out on these rates would be a flagrant foul. So call the right play and dial 877-GO-SCANA or visit scannyenergy.com for great deals on natural gas. Boom shakalaka! The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Welcome back. We invite you to join us for tomorrow night's game between Georgia Tech and Duke at Cameron Indoor. Last time that you guys will face Coach Krzyzewski, at least it's on the regular season schedule. You might face them in the ACC tournament. Tip time's at 9 o'clock from uh, Cameron Indoor. But as we've long known, this is the last year in the gloried career of Coach K, Mike Krzyzewski. And now just as we sit here talking, Coach, I'm curious, um, you know, your favorite uh, recollections, interactions that you've had with Coach K and your coaching career and from one coach to another, just what he's meant to the profession. Yeah, you know, obviously he's one of the greatest in the history of any sport. Um, I think he's, you know, got, what, 1,200 wins or something like that. But he's just, you know, you don't have that success and sustain that success and have that many wins and build the program like he's built without being extremely, not just elite, but extremely elite at your craft and at your profession. And um, he's meant so much to ACC basketball. He's meant so much to, to basketball. He's to just globally basketball, and, and he's an icon. Um, so it's been a real honor, privilege to be able to coach against him. I'm so glad we were able to get that. That was a huge win last year we had yeah, here uh, against him. But, um, um, you know, and, and obviously he's so renowned with, you know, he's him and like Dean Smith and Roy Williams and Gary Williams and Bobby Kremins and Lefty Dreisel and, I could go on and on about who kind of made the ACC what it is with all the 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 history of the ACC and through all that time period of the of the 80s and 90s and so probably should throw Terry Holland in there. T Terry Holland, yeah. good call. I mean, I'm missing so many coaches. I'm sure Valvano, I mean, Jimmy Valvano, absolutely. I mean, um, Al Skinner at Boston College. Yeah. They had some great teams, and so um, um, you know, there's just so many good. You know, coaches have been come through this league, and obviously none better than Coach K. And uh, um, and he's just and he's a great ambassador for coaches. He's a great guy. Um, they've got a great team. They're good enough this year to win the ACC regular season championship. They're good enough to win the ACC tournament championship, and they're good enough to win the ACC or the national championship. So great chance for us to get a signature win. Um, I'm hoping that they're a little rusty coming off of COVID pause. They haven't played and. Um, you know, so I don't know how they'll be. That's just kind of a wild card and those type of things. I thought we were a little rusty last night just coming out of the gate. I thought Louisville, when they played Wake Forest coming off of their paws, they were a little rusty. So I just think part of it's just, you know, being a little rusty at times. And we've just got to um, – hopefully they're rusty for the full game and we can sneak up and, and get a win. But we know, you know, you're in Cameron Indoor. Um, <clears throat> it's a tremendous college atmosphere um, uh, the fan base and, and look, I, I, you know, this is my 13th year as a head coach and all 13 years, 
I've been the the youngest guy in every league that I've coached, whether it's Conference USA. I was partly for about a year in the Big East and then in the American and then in the ACC, four different leagues in a sense. All four have been the youngest coach every single year. God willingly, I get to year 14 here at Georgia Tech. That'll be the first time ever I'll be the second youngest coach in the league because John Shire, who's going to replace Coach K next season, will actually be the youngest coach in the league next year. Um, but, you know, he does a great job. I, in fact, uh, Coach John Shire, we played Illinois in 2005 when I was assistant at Arizona. I guess this means why I'm getting old, I guess. But even though I feel really young, um, uh, we were playing Illinois a lot. We were up 12 with under the under four minute timeout, winner in the Elite Eight to go to the Final Four, and we I've been recruiting John Shire for the entire year. There was it was Arizona, Duke, Illinois were his final three, and uh, he's Bru- an Illinois guy. He's an Illinois guy. Bruce Weber was um, the coach at Illinois, whose brother was his high school coach. Chris Collins was an assistant at Duke. I was an assistant in Arizona, and it was that was his final three. And we've been recruiting Shire for a long time. And so, you know, after the game, he was taking his official visit to us after the game, um, and that weekend. And boy, it was because we lost the chance to go to the final four. It was just like mourning in Tucson. It was bad. But he came for the we, and I actually saw him this summer in the Peach Jam and was talking to him about it, saying about that official visit. But I was in his home. And um, uh, many times chasing him around at school when he was a 17-year-old, and here he'll be the head coach. So I was telling him about that. And those type of stories is like with Coach K. I remember Coach K watching me play as a, or I was a coaching as a player on the AAU team of the Houston Hoops back in the day. And here I am coaching against him. I mean, seeing those type of things, and that's when you're in the profession that long. All that stuff is, you know, is pretty amazing. But. Uh, it's a real honor, and, and, and his team is really good. Watching the film, I don't want to uh, – Paolo, is that how you pronounce his first yeah, name? Paolo Bancaro. Pa- Paolo. So, I mean, he's a projected top five lottery pick. He's really good. Um, he's really, really good. I love the kid, Mark Williams. I mean, he was he, – he's so quick off the floor. He's a little like Jordan Mecca, but he's taller. He's so quick off the floor, and he's a projected first-round draft pick. The kid who's really improved and is playing at a high level, who's averaging 17 a game, is Wendell Moore. And Wendell Moore is an older guy. He's been there, I think this is his junior year, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, he's a good player. He's able to score. He's strong. He's playing like he's a junior. He's gotten better and better and better. And then you got the kid, uh, Trevor Keels. I think um, he's averaging about 12. Is he a freshman? I think he's a freshman. He's another one of their long line, just, you know, high level freshmen. And. And um, so Duke's a really good basketball team. You know, what's one thing about Duke, they're not real complicated. They're not, they, they keep things simple. They, they have obviously great players, great talent, and then they just keep things simple to get the great players, the great shots. And um, a key thing, you know, a couple of years ago when we played and when they had Zion and R.J. Barrett, we had the game one. We had some turnovers, live ball turnovers, and, and a key to beat Duke is you can't turn the ball over, especially live balls. They play the passing lanes. They get out there. They deny having no live ball turnovers to not allow them to get to transition offense because they're really good in transition offense, Andy, and they're a very good three-point shooting team. They've always got spacers and shooters on the floor. So we can't get on skates and get and get too stretched out We've got to be able to, to making sure that we have great shot selection. We've got to take care of the basketball. We've got to get ourselves back and building a wall and making sure that that we're not getting ourselves, you know, stretched too thin and giving them free chances to get open threes, spacing the floor, and then uh, because they shoot about 37% from three. So we've got to take the three out. But you, but 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 you can't do that where you're hugging everybody and then they just drive by you because they've got such great talent that you can take the three up, but they're good enough to drive by you, and that's what Coach K's thing is. And he, I think he got that a lot from the USA Olympic team. A lot of NBA just quick, simple sets, and it's just space. It's all about floor spacing, having the shooters, and then reattacking. And so um, uh, we've got to do a great job. Like I said, is is valuing the ball we've got to have nine or less turnovers tomorrow night kind of like we did against louisville and then we've got to build the wall get back in transition defense you know georgia state we did a great job in transition defense Um, i think in the first half they had zero fast break opportunities and against louisville um louisville had 15 fast break opportunities but part of that is they had 11 points off of our turnovers 
our turnovers were live ball. Now, I thought the and one by Miles, they called a charge in the first half last night, should have been accounted and went and one looking back on the tape. But they called a, they called a charge because they said he was outside the, the circle there. But Michael DeVoe had that stretch. He had four turnovers last night, and you can't do that because that leads to quick opportunities without us being able to chance to set the break up, the, the, the defense up. And, um, um, you know, and we just – we've got to avoid those, but – you know, we got to be better about that, especially against tomorrow night versus a very good Duke team. I know we'll get some final keys from you uh, for a win over Duke, but I do got to ask you, what is your recollection of Coach K watching you coach your AAU team? And tell everybody how old you were yep. when you were coaching Houston Hoops AAU and what that experience was like knowing that your every coaching move was being sized up by Mike Krzyzewski. Yeah, I mean, I was 17, 16, 17, 18 when I was coaching the team. Guys my age, guys older than me. But I, I remember when I was at Nike camp, I was the youngest coach ever at Nike camp. They Back in the day, they had the ABCD camp, the Nike camp, which was in Indianapolis at IUPUI, in fact. And, uh, um, <clears throat> and um, so, but I remember him being there, and, and I have a great picture uh, of he and I together. In fact, it was in the newspaper last year before we before we played, and it was at Nike camp, and that was when I was like 18 years old, and you know, whatever. 25 years later, here I am. Uh, in fact, when we won the national championship, when I was a player in 1997 for the University of Arizona, if you watch the games, he was the guy at halftime with with um, you know Jim Nance and Billy Rafter did the games, but he was there with uh, uh, Gumble and and those guys. Guest analyst. Yep, yeah, and the guest analyst. So he was there and. Um, um, so, you know, just, you know, and then I remember when I was an assistant with Arizona, when we competed and played against them in 2001, um, and that was a big game national championship that gave him his third title. I, history could have been rewritten. If if we had won that game, we should have won the game. We beat, we smashed Michigan state in the semifinals. They should have lost to Maryland. And then Maryland hmm. came back. They, they came back to beat Maryland, but we had lost Gilbert arenas to an injury. If we had Gilbert Arenas that game, and that would have gave Lute Olson, his Coach Olson, his second title, and Mike Shoshesky his second title. You know, anytime you get past one, you're in rarefied error. Mm-hmm. That could have changed everything, but that gave him his third, and that's just sometimes the way the ball bounces. Well, here we are thinking that the end of the era is Mike Shoshesky, when the real end of the era is you no longer being, after this season, the youngest coach in your conference. Only the important stuff here. Coach K can have plenty of valedictories, but go. let's go down to the brass tacks. All right, we'll take a final timeout, get some closing thoughts from head coach Josh Pastor. Georgia Tech versus Duke tomorrow night, 9 p.m. in Durham. Look forward to bringing that to you. And we'll bring you the final segment of the Josh Pastor Show right after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. No one outfits golfers better than Edwin Watts Golf Shops. We've been fitting golfers since 1968. Utilizing cutting-edge fitting technology, we'll analyze your swing and our foresight launch monitors and fit you with the perfect club, pair of shoes, the latest golf apparel, golf balls, bags, and more. So come by today for your complete custom fitting. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Every day... The men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. Jeff Francoeur here. As a farmer, I know the importance of Georgia Farm Bureau's advocacy work on behalf of farmers. And as a lifelong supporter of Georgia sports, I also know the importance of being part of a team. The Georgia Farm Bureau Insurance Company is always the home team, supporting our local communities and offering affordable home, auto, and life insurance for Georgia families. Georgia Farm Bureau, always the home team. Visit Georgia Farm Bureau online at gfb.org to learn more. It's that time of year where maybe you're tailgating or camping or just hitting the road and you need a sturdy, reliable, and compact grill that's up for the adventure. Hey guys, B. Finn here, and the Weber Traveler is the grill for you, for anyone who wants delicious grilled food away from home. With a compact design for minimal storage, the Weber Traveler easily fits in the trunk of a car and even offers a large grilling area that can deliver everything from pancakes to seared steak. And you can get yours today at your neighborhood Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware. 
College basketball is back on Sirius XM. On ACC Radio, there's live coverage for every college basketball team in the conference, including live games, plus 24-7 talk and analysis. So cheer along online or on the Sirius XM app and listen to your favorite team anywhere. And now as a college student, you can stream your first three months of Sirius XM for $1. Fees and taxes apply. See other details and subscribe now at SiriusXM.com slash ACC Basketball. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan. So make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Georgia Tech basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Glad you chose to spend your Monday night with us. It's the Josh Pastor Show, along with Josh Pastor, Andy Demetri, getting you ready for Georgia Tech and Duke. 9 p.m. The tip off at Cameron Indoor tomorrow. Randy Waters and I will take you through, beginning with pregame at 8.30. I know you started to break down the personnel of this Duke team. And Wendell Moore, 17-point-a-game score, Often, if you reach upperclassman status at Duke, you're not averaging 17 a game. What makes Wendell Moore such a tricky matchup? What does he do that you as a coach really appreciate? Yeah, I mean, he's just good. And, he, you know, he's a junior. He's a lefty. Um, he can get downhill. He's shooting the ball really well right now. Um, you know, they run a lot of just kind of dribble handoffs to him and, and let him turn the corner. And then you've got, the, you know, <laughs> excuse me, the, him and um, um, Paulo. Is that how you pronounce mm-hmm. the first name? So, who's a, you know, you got... Ball goes to Paulo at the elbow, dribble handoff right over to Wendell Moore. You got two pros, one of them's a top five pick playing two man game, and then you've got shooters on the other side. So it's it's good offense. It's simple and 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 he's good and he's and he's and he's defending. You could tell he's really good. Um, um, you know he's 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 tough and he's hard nosed and. Um, you know, it's just one of those things. He's just a good player. He's he had, older. He had a good game last year here. He had a good game against us last year, and, um, um, you know, he's just – he's a high-level guy. He's a – he's – he looks like he's an all, you know, first-team all-ACC type of player. And so um, we'll have to be really good uh, tomorrow night with him, defending him. Um, and that simple side ball screen or simple side – dribble handoff action we'll have to really guard and how we guard do we switch it because if you switch it then you're getting into Paulo who's really good around the block even though he's not their five man um, uh, even though he's not their five he will post and do what he needs to do to try to get to the block but um, um, you know he's just a um, you know he's a good player I mean he's a good player he's older and Duke has a lot of really good players they, they, they're good enough to win the national championship. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I thought the year when they had Jason Tatum and those guys, they were really – I thought they were loaded and good enough to win the national um, uh, championship. I thought Zion and them, they were good enough to win the national championship. I didn't think, obviously, last year they were. But this year they're back to being – I'll have a better feel tomorrow night when I'm seeing them in person, but based on film they're, they're good enough. And um, – um, but we've got it. But again, we're getting them off of COVID pause. So we, I'm hoping they're a little rusty. We've got now. Hopefully, got our win back from last night. Guys played a lot of minutes, got underneath their legs. So we'll need to compete. I'm telling you, a key thing is we're going to have to really making sure that we do a great job of taking care of the ball. Last year, we had both games won. We won the game here, but we should have won the game up there too. We should have swept them last year, and um, and we should have really beat them when we played them. Two years ago here, we had some great opportunities late, and they were really good with the kid. I forget the guard's name and the big kid in the middle um, from Florida. Um, I forget. But uh, Michael DeVoe had that three-pointer right in front of our yeah. bench and rimmed out. And then the time when they had Zion and them, 
we had the lead in the second half, and we were getting deep. And then we had some key live ball turnovers. That I'm telling you, eliminating so, those live ball turnovers against Duke is important. So why do you think over the last several seasons you've had so much success as a program against Duke? Well, haven't always gotten the win, but you've played them really hard. We've played them hard. I think some of the stuff that we had done offensively have allowed us to get some easy baskets. If you remember, there was that game when James Banks had the dunk, and he turned the wrong way. We, that would have put yeah. us up two, and he went the other way, and they came down and hit a three by the – Jones, 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 and um, um, you know, um, so it is just what it is. I, I, you know, I really like our team, and I thought we did some good things last night. You know, we really did. There, of course, when you're watching the film, you kick yourself, you're dissecting it, you're hard about every possession. But you know, we came off of COVID pause. No matter, look, we're going to do all we can to beat Duke, and we're good enough to compete with Duke or anybody else in this league. Um, we just got to get over this hump. You know, we've played. Two tough games, and Carolina at home, who was really good when we were playing them. Louisville, we're coming off a of COVID pause, and then we're playing Duke. So you're playing the upper tier right away, and, and we hopefully can sneak a win tomorrow night, and it's a great opportunity. I think what I've, <coughs> excuse me, what I've got to do is, you know, do I look to maybe tighten the rotation a little bit, put Bubba in part of that rotation, and, um, and will that help too? And, you know, again, last night you're just trying to play as – you're just trying to make sure guys are, are – are, rested as well too but a great opportunity and so I think some of the things that we've done against Duke the way we've played offensively some of our actions some of our plays that we have ran has been good for us and it's caused them problems to guard us and I also think um, um, you know they will play some 2-3 zone so we'll have to do a good job in that I don't know how they, they're mostly a man-to-man team but they have played they have showed some 2-3 so we'll need to be prepared for that as well too if we get that if they throw that defense against us. Uh, final two minutes of the program. I'd meant to ask you, uh, Louisville closed the first half on a 12-2 run. The game prior, Georgia State closed the half on an 8-0 run. LSU, 8-0, North Carolina, 12-4 run yeah. to close the first half. Anything you could put your finger on why the team seems to just not finish the halves yeah, the way they need I, to? I don't know. Maybe I, I shouldn't, when we're up, uh, you know, shouldn't sub. I don't know. I mean, we just get, we get stuck again. We don't score. We get in a drought where we stop scoring. It's a drought that we have, <coughs> excuse me, late the first half. And these have all been games where you've had the lead. We've had the lead. It's, we have the drought late the first half, and then we have a drought some part in the second half. And that's where I keep saying we're really close. We're not that far away. We're close. We're right there. We're just, we've had some, you know, we just, it's those two segments. It's the end of the first half and part of that second half. And that's where we've got to, um, <clears throat> you know, just got to be, um, um, just got to be better about that, and um, and, and and keep improving, and, and not and, and and learn. You know, part of it we're young. You know, that's where you really miss a guy like Alvarado. You know, just that toughness and that leadership. That's where we miss that. And but we've got to have guys. We just got to take those two segments out. That's happening to us in the games. That's allowing us to be fall behind or or not keep the lead. And um, look, basketball is a game of runs. I mean, you're not, you know, that's part of it. Basketball is a game of run. So we just got to stay stay sharp at what we do and got another great opportunity tomorrow night. I love our team. Let's go get a win tomorrow night, Andy. Yeah, hop into the cold tub and then you head on the road. Durham, North Carolina, where we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Georgia Tech versus Duke at Cameron Indoor. Again, 9 p.m. tip time, 8.30 pregame. Another great opportunity for your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. And on that, we'll wrap up this week's edition of the Josh Pastor Co- Show. Coach, we appreciate it so much. Thanks Thank you, so much. Andy. Thank you. And for all of us, to all of you, Happy New Year. And we'll talk to you tomorrow in Durham. This is the Josh Pastor Show here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Discover Dahlonega, the heart of the Georgia mountains. A top pick for any adventure, take your family on a journey into the earth and find some gold in these hills. Explore our historic downtown and choose from one of our unique restaurant options. And dubbed the Napa Valley of the South, make sure to grab a glass from one of the many award-winning wineries. Plan your fall getaway today and make sure to come to the Gold Rush Days Festival in October. Learn more and plan your trip today at Dahlonega.org. 
I'm former Atlanta Falcons head coach Dan Reeves, and I want to tell you about Tommy Nova Center. Tommy Nova Center has helped over 25,000 people with disabilities find meaningful employment. When you donate your vehicle to Tommy Nova Center, you donate a perfect job opportunity for people with disabilities. Your donation will fuel the employment training programs that change lives every day at Tommy Nova Center. Donate at TommyNovaCenter.org or by calling 1-866-NOVA-AUTO. Whether you're driving for distance, pitching for precision, or putting to win it all, come to Edwin Watts Golf Shop to get custom fit for all your clubs throughout your bag. Hit a few balls and let our team show you the latest swing technology and data that will help optimize your game. Having each club tailored to become your gamers will help you start shooting lower scores. Let Edwin Watts Golf Shops help you make every shot the perfect one. Come in and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, wherever the mission takes us, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. You've been listening to the Coach Josh Pastner Show, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets hoops and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com.